don't trust everything you read. This is another example of don't trust everything you read. This these are these are going to continue to be out there. They're going to try to scare you. And if you're getting poor quality chlorella and spirulina, then this article actually resonates. If all I'm saying from our viewers, from the people listening to us, just know that we have high integrity. We're doing the work behind the scenes, and it comes back to what we do and why we do it. We're we're trying to educate people to get better results, and this is what we found as a one example of a essential nutrient that most people are missing. Yeah, and the other thing too, the listeners, we could slap a label on lots of stuff. And we talked about gummies and all the list goes on. So the goal is we were really trying to create the highest quality products we can share with people. Hey, welcome back to another uh, Rest, Eat, Move podcast. This is Matt, and I got the big fella back in studio. It's been a while since we've done the duo. We've had a couple guests the last couple weeks, Philip and then Aunt Paula last week. And first things first, I want to just thank everyone who participated or supported us through our, our biggest sale of the year. We're, we're cranking out orders, and we had a tremendous feedback and participation, whether it's uh, buying superfoods for yourself or buying some to give away. We heard so many people trying to give away the gift of health this year. And as we finish December and go through December, we're going to continue to bring as, as much value through podcasts. But in the new year, 2024, we're going to try to do our webinars again, try to do some Q&A, try to answer some questions, go deeper in some topics. So stay tuned for those announcements. But today we were talking and thinking about what do we want to talk about? And as we continue this theme of profitability, the industry, and Philip had some great insight on nutrition and supplements, and Aunt Paula had some great insight for children and and how how to be healthier. I think this is a perfect time, perfect time of year to remind everybody or kind of talk about what we do and why we do it. And so, Dad, we were talking as we got started today, what do we do and why do we do it? Maybe give the listeners in 30 seconds, what do we do and why do we do it? So years ago, I started speaking and people would ask me all sorts of questions on multivitamin supplementation. The list goes on and I would give them recommendations and they would go out and buy whatever. And then I'd get the feedback like, oh no, they bought this and that. So the quality wasn't there and they didn't know where to get it. And there was so much confusion. And so when you came on board, we started thinking, what if we, and in fact, I had a dinner with a a large group that I actually spoke to one night and they said, you know what? We love your content. We love all the stuff that you guys are trying to do, but we don't really know where to get these products from or some of these things that fill in the gaps. And so that was a thought process. What if we could find just a handful of products we really promote that were the highest quality and we could really create some quality service behind it. So that was when you came on board, we like slowly started thinking about what do we really want to promote? What are people missing? And that was the beginning. Yeah. So you fast forward pretty quickly because for 20 years you were educating still are today that when we have meetings and we talk about where we want to take the, the company, it always begins with education first because that's, that's what's required to truly create transformation, action results. So for 20 years, you're educating, you're trying to teach people what to do, how to upgrade, tips and tricks, 
You're taking feedback, you're taking testimonials, what's working, what's not working. I thought this would be a great way to do it. It's not very efficient. You know, taking flax seeds and grinding them up and how do you do it? Those, there's some art to it. There's a science, there's an art. And so for 20 years, you educated. Never selling or promoting a specific product necessarily, just educating. But you noticed a gap. You noticed a gap nutritionally. You noticed that people aren't getting these nutrients and these are the kind of the core essentials, superfoods that can provide these things. But what was the gap you noticed when you told them actually what to do and then they went out and did it? What was that gap? Well, the big gap that I always talk about, and then again, I used to get in trouble way back in the day, but I used to talk about healthy fats. And so many times that world in the dietetics world didn't like that because fats were evil way back in the day. And so one of the fats I always talked about was omega-3 fats. So if you're not consuming wild Alaskan salmon or things like that, people were deficient in it. And then they'd go out and get the gel tablet at the big box store and cost them $12 for a 500 gel tablets. And I'm like, oh, no, not that. So that's that's I started seeing those types of gaps. And it was omega-3 fats. It was fiber was a big gap. People were not eating enough greens, chlorophyll. That was a big gap. And so that's what I started thinking about. What if we could create some of these products that were the highest quality and then make it easier for people to fill yeah. in that gap? And I think the transparency, we've all been involved in something, whether it's nutrition, it's, that's a common thing to connect to of somebody educating and then selling right behind it. Oh yeah, and by the way, I have these products for ninety nine ninety nine. We've all been a part of that, and that's, that's not always what we want to be a part of, and that's not what we were trying to do. So for 20 years, I think there was, to be transparent, that's not what you were trying to do. But over and over and over, as people made these choices that weren't necessarily going to get them to where they wanted to go, you realized we can't just send them out in the wild and expect them to get the highest quality because if you Product. send them out in the wild and they don't know where to go, they're going to get, they're going to try to get something. And that was the frustration in that people were really trying to do good stuff, but they were getting inferior products. And so then I get the feedback and I'm like, so that, that, that I'm was. Burping cod liver oil. Yeah. Or, they just don't like horrible. the taste of it. Blah, blah, blah. blah. And so it's, that's, that's how it evolved. evolved that, yeah, I was trying to educate them, trying to get them to get better results. Their goal, their goal is they want to have better health, better energy, all the stuff goes with it. But they're missing things. And so to, to give everybody a behind the scenes. So as this was happening, as I get hired and there was no premeditative, like this is what's going to do happen. You know, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going out there to say, let's, let's start our own superfood line. It was, it was mostly how do we take this methodology and spread it? And so one of the things that we really struggled with and wrestled with and, and took a lot of, I would say, integrity and back and forth is we didn't want to come across that we're just selling something because early on we were approached by many companies sell this do this put your label on this and it, to be honest economically it would have been really easy we had a captive audience people are listening they respect what we're saying we've we've created that track record we could have easily slapped our label on it and they would have bought it mm -hmm. i remember this is funny. I remember I was helping out with a seminar up in Northern Michigan. I think it was for like some teachers association of some sort. And 
you just came out with your first DVD or maybe it was the second. I think it was the first DVD and they just got done with the presentation. And at the time, you'd, you'd sell your books and you'd sell your DVDs to give people things to do, the next step. And I, I ran to the car and got the DVDs and they're selling. People are reaching over at the time. DVDs were hot. Beachbody was popular. Oh, you got a DVD. Great. Let's do it. And so I started selling these DVDs. I couldn't keep up. And a lady came back in 10 minutes and said, what are you doing? Are you trying to trick us? And she opened up the DVD and there's no DVD in there. When you get 10,000 DVDs, one box is a blank container in case your containers break and you can replace them. So I accidentally grabbed this container and, and it just, you're selling, you're selling empty, <laughs> empty promises. And, and I think that could be uh, sometimes conveyed and we were very cautious of it. We had, and still have clients that are very sensitive to that. You're not going to go into a big company, whether it's uh, bank of America or AT&T or Costco, and you're not going to just be able to promote or self-promote without them having to vet that. And, and I think that was a good thing. And it also, it also was something that we had to navigate that I think allows us to be where we're at today with people that trust us. Because sometimes taking the shortcut, whether you intend to or not, doesn't give the end person the results that they want. And so that those are some things that really stick with me that it was hard. It was hard to go find the best quality superfoods. What's interesting, I was speaking a couple of weeks ago in Atlanta, and without, and many people get it while you're talking, but we have our own cod liver oil. And one of the guys asks, So, what kind of brand do you recommend? And then that teases right up. I'm like, Our brand. And then everybody starts to laugh. Duh, we have our own product. But at the time, I'm educating, I'm not really promoting. Now, after the event's over, they get to sample it. And you can't do the sampling at the beginning because they're not educated. Right. But you do the education and then you do the sampling. And then they all say the same thing. I've had cod liver oil before. Taste bad. <laughs> it's not our cod liver oil. Or so I'm then doing they, it through And then they try it and then here we go. They go, wow, this is, this is different. So that's really where we were at because back in the day, I'd get people to try certain products and they hated them. I didn't know what they were trying. I just knew they're trying to do something. You're like saying a, you need to get X amount of this nutrient. Right. Go get it. And, and they go they get go, it and they get an inferior brand and then they try it and they hated it. And then end of story. It's like the game of telephone. You tell someone on this thing and then they hear an ad for this cod liver oil, omega-3. And then their friend says, I don't do, I don't do cod. I do krill. And then next thing they heard you talk, you told them what to do. And because, because they didn't make that action fast enough they they listen or absolutely read. next thing you know they're doing two red pills of krill not saying it's not giving them any results it's not what you told them to do yeah and as you know the the whole thing is you're trying to get results and if you if you make it so difficult for people we're a big fan of one step at a time build a habit and you need to make it so simple so if, if this gets very diluted and gets to be complicated then people are going to start going away and they're going to find whatever their friend told them to buy. And then next thing you know, they're. And if you go, if you go back in the history of uh, manufacturing and promoting uh, supplements, for example, it was a lot harder to go out and source something and put your label on it 10, 15, 20 years ago. 
And so there should be a little caution back then if somebody's promoting something and then selling it right after because it's probably really cheap. It's probably something maybe that they're manufacturing themselves and they're biased about. What we did, and it took us 20 years, is the first thing we did is we went out and sourced the brands and the products in all different categories that we believed were the best. The ones that we've tried, the ones we've used, the ones that we've had clients use. And so that's step one. Step one wasn't, let's find something to slap our label on. And then it was iteration after iteration, company after company. And then you finally, after you feel like, okay, this is something that is the best. Now, now let's make an investment to, to promote it as, as our, 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 our label, our brand, a seal of approval. And, and that's, I think, really unique. And when you compare other supplement companies and other consumable products, they didn't have that that long runway because most supplement companies started as a supplement company. Let's sell this to the consumer, whether they discovered some nutrient or they wanted to create a nutrient. We're the opposite. Education first, what's working, what's not working. Here's the tweaks. Here's, here's the way that you're not going to be able to do it. If for a while we were telling people that they needed to do flax oil because at the time it was an easier way to do flax seeds. And when you, what you realize is it's very expensive, doesn't taste very good. Flax seeds are. So those are things that we discovered through the process that w- would have been missed if we just right off the shoot said. Yeah. And, and again, back to what you're saying, it's, it's constantly upgrading. Like we're looking at like flaxseed oil. We used to promote the heck out of that way back in the day. Still not a bad product, but why would you, it's more expensive. You're missing the, the lignans, you're missing the fibers. You can still do that. It's better than nothing, it's better than nothing but the better source. So that's where, that's the, where the education comes in. We're trying to give you the best source if you're trying to do this. And again, it's not saying it's a bad thing. It's, a, it's great. If your people are not doing some type of omega-3 and they're doing something, it's better than nothing. But the goal is we're trying to create the optimal level. Optimal level, fastest point to get to results. Find something that can create a become a habit so you sustain it. Those are all part of this this journey. So what we do and why we do it, what we do is we educate. Why we do it is because I think people are looking for different results. And in between, smushed in between that, we speak, we write books, we do podcasts, we create videos. And we also went out and sourced, in our opinion, these essential superfoods not all of them, the essential ones that we feel people are missing, that really they should care about where it's coming from, what's the source, how much should they take, and really providing that, those nutrients just, for the gaps that they have. And you remember when we first started doing products online, we would sell everything that we thought was healthy. We're selling deodorant. We're selling all sorts of stuff. We wanted to give people exposure. Give an exposure. What do you mean deodorant? You never thought about that? Or even we're going down the path of better potato chips. But then we realized over time that's that's not really our space. Our space is what are the essential nutrients that people are missing? That's where we, we pared it down. So this leads me to the common theme of the questions that keep coming in. Matt or On Target Living, can you send us the third party tests? Matt, on Target Living, I read this article and it scares me about why I shouldn't take cod liver oil because of prostate. Like it goes on and on and on of 
the information that's out there. One of the things that I do with confidence can tell everybody is we stay up on the newest, what, what, what's the research? Is there a better product? Is there a better way to source it? Is there a better way to farm it? Is there a, a simpler, all these things we're, we're constantly asking the question because we're not the manufacturer. We're, we're going out there and we're sourcing what we believe is the best. So it gives us the ability, obviously we're biased in, in a, I would say in a shorter period of time, but if we find something better, we will go source it and change it. We just changed our coconut oil because I found a better source. I'm working right now on a better source of cacao nibs. It's so easy to get cacao nibs, but they're not the greatest source. Yeah, back to the what you guys were talking about before. It's it's the So I got this I got this email and this email was from one of our very longtime customers and somebody sent it to him, but it's an article about the harm, harmful effects of chlorella and spirulina. I've seen it before, so it wasn't a surprise, but it comes from the Livestrong organization, which I think Livestrong in general has a 30,000 foot view on health, but their whole business model is to get people to read articles. That's how they make money is the advertisements that are embedded into their blogs. And so they're going to always have the clickbait, the, and this is from 2020, so quite a long time ago, but it says the harmful effects of chlorella and spirulina. And I think one thing is, I want everyone listening to understand that there's going to be information out there that's going to conflict with the information that we share. There's always going to be two sides of, of the coin. The other thing to understand is we're, we're out there trying to understand this information too. If we see it, we got to, okay, well, what are they saying? And if it's true, we'll, we'll, we'll tell you. And if it's not true, we want to call it out because this is, this is a very harmful article. And I think Dr. Weil had something out there on his website, but at the end of the day, who is writing these and why are they writing it? So let's take, let, let me take you on this journey of this article, which really doesn't say a whole lot other than we're head, we, we read the headline and that's where people start to say, oh no, that's no good. But you start to go into this article and, and you just read it before we started. There's nothing in here. But the first thing, page three, it says about chlorella spirulina. It says chlorella, AKA chlorella, Vulg vulgaris. That's the type of chlorella. This is red flag number one. Not all chlorella is chlorella vulgaris. Ours is paranidosa. So right off the get-go, just like cod liver oil is not the same as anchovies, chlorella is not all the same. So that's what we have to understand that we're doing that work. We are, we're the ones out there making sure that it's sourced, it's the right th thing that we're telling you. And so when you do these generic types of articles that are trying to scare people, that's an example of right off the get-go, they don't know what they're talking about because not all chlorella is the same species. And when you look in, and you look at the internet of chlorella out there and say, what's a good chlorella, what's not, that's the cheapest version of chlorella. It's usually grown, fermented, not with sunlight. It's very inexpensive. And so how it's grown and where it's grown is much more important than what the nutritional facts say. Yeah, and again, back to the big point, as always, is the source. And that's really where we spend time and energy is like, how is it harvested? Where is it harvested? Everything about it. 
And that's the challenge. So then we go to the next page. And again, spirulina. Spirulina is categorized as a microalgae and says another microalgae. Again, that's not fully true. It's a cyanobacteria. And so these are some of the things that kind of point out that I don't know why they're writing this article. They're writing this article because I think a lot of people are starting to discover spirulina corella and the benefits. And it's back to if somebody says a banana is going to cause health issues, you pay attention. We know, we know some individuals, some very prominent doctors that are trying to use health foods to scare you that you should never eat them. Never eat lignans, never eat <laughs> whatever the, the thing is. So these are some of the things. And then one thing that really stood out, it says, however, Winchester Hospital notes that spirulina, while nutritious, can be expensive. So now we're mixing opinion with science, and then we're saying that we can't trust it because it's not science. These are the things that we see constantly that scare people. Then they come to us and they ask these questions, and we have to talk them off the ledge for these reasons. What do you think of the article? As I mentioned to you before we got on, there's really nothing in this. It's just, <laughs> it's just like you said, there's red flags all right at the beginning. Who's ever writing this article doesn't really know that much about spirulina chlorella and so the, the, the i always tell people sometimes we know way way more, more from this it's almost a misspent youth we don't we know way more than we really need to know or people need to know but that's what we do so we need to understand what it is how it's harvested how do we get it where do we locate it and how do you take it how you take it if if it's a powder do people are going to put a powder probably not yeah and then the benefits, we talk a lot about digestive health and the immune system and all the stuff that comes with that. It's heavy metal cleanser. There's all sorts of different things. But at the same time, is it gets back to how you're taking it, how much you're taking it. There's a lot. There's a lot. To let, me, let me just go on a couple uh, other points and then we'll move off. It. And then it says, this is later in the article, given the, possi given the possibility, they have that spelled wrong, chlorella and spirulina have side effects. It's best to check with your doctor or health provider using these supplements. I don't think that's a bad statement. Here's the truth, though. They don't know what it is. <laughs> in my history, in my career, like people say they're going into some surgery and they'll say, what do you take? I'm taking spirulina corella. Oh, don't do that. Take that. You're not telling them not to eat the crummy peanut butter or the, the McNuggets or whatever. It, it, they just don't know anything about Remember it. Remember when, when you're, I think it was your second iteration of meal patterning you had to put the disclaimer in there yeah i had to put the disclaimer in what the book. year was that oh gosh that had to be late 90s all right so for the listener it's 2023 <laughs> today in 1999 let's just say that's the time you were instructed that you had to put a disclaimer in your book that coconut oil was not this is not so give the listeners, I worked for a healthcare system. And so the dietitians didn't like, they didn't like what I was doing because I was getting hundreds of people in a, in a seminar, but I'm not a registered dietitian. And so I'm an exercise physiologist. My whole training is in nutrition. So I would get these large groups to come in. And that was my first one was called meal patterning. And I had this little, it's right behind you, the little leaflet wrote that in mid nineties looks sophisticated. Yeah, so sophisticated. But then then it started getting a groundswell that we were getting two, 300 people 
in a conference on a Saturday morning at this health this health club that I was at, the Michigan Athletic Club. And then the dietitians got up in arms that we had this we had we had all this groundswell. But he's not a registered dietitian. He can't talk about nutrition. I'm just talking about eating food. How do you? Because people are so confused. I'm at a health club. That statement though should mean that a doctor shouldn't talk about nutrition. Yeah. So again, back to that. So then, then from there, we sold the meal patterning book in the pro shop, and the only way that was allowed to be sold in the pro shop is that they had a disclaimer that they put inside. There's just a piece of paper that this is not, you know. Agree, agreed upon by the one system. of their biggest things though was, was the coconut, coconut oil. oil correct right. it was so a saturated 19, fat 1999 yeah saturated fats all of them are bad before instagram and all the influencers you're telling people a nice healthy upgrade to one of your common kitchen things whether it's butter or yeah margarine is high temperature heat point so coconut oil and so now in 2023 could you imagine no people people know they now know coconut oil. Unless is, they're under some rock. Yeah, yeah, under some rock. And so th- those are some examples of... And in, in, in back to what you're saying, we're talking about the same stuff 30 years later. It's nothing... We, have we upgraded? Sure. We, we've had different changes along the way, but the bottom line is we're still talking about the three macronutrients, carbs, proteins, So I got fats. two more points, and then we're off this article that <laughs> says nothing. <laughs> It says, as for chlorella and spirulina, the side effects, the most common complaints among participants were diarrhea, nausea, abdominal pain, skin rash. I read this and I thought, you know what? That's what it's doing. (laughs) It's detoxifying. So occasionally we'll get someone that says, hey, I just started spirulina chlorella for the first time and man, it really went through me. Okay, we got to back it down. We have we have more toxicity than maybe you thought. Yeah, that, that, let's, let's pause it for a second. So last podcast, I had my sister Paula on, and she's an occupational therapist, naturopath. But she was t- we were talking about the five things for kids, ear infections and digestion. But the, we ended with skin, and the body heals from the inside out, down. But it's pushing things out. That's what she said. So when you are pushing things out. One of the things many times is a skin rash. It's pushing things out. And so that's what I remember the first time I started taking spirulina crella. This was a, it seems like a century ago, hundred years ago. And I started having some rashes on my thymus and underneath my armpits a little bit. And, and I remember thinking what's going on here, but the body was detox. It was doing exactly what it's supposed to do It's cleansing the body. So you're exactly right. The body's pushing things out, including Elimination. So yeah, I guess those are side effects, but I, I think some. Not, not, no, it's an, it's an effect. effect. It's an effect. Yeah, and that's the bulls, the bowel, the urine, the lymph, the lungs, and the skin. All right, here's my last point. The last <laughs> point, I agree with this part. It says, "Don't trust everything you read." This is another example of, "Don't trust everything you read." This, these are, these are going to continue to be out there. They're going to try to scare you. And if you're getting poor quality chlorella and spirulina then this article actually resonates. If all I'm saying from our viewers, from the people listening to us, just know that we have high integrity. We're doing the work behind the scenes and it comes back to what we do and why we do it. We're, we're trying to educate people to get better results. And this is what we found as a, one example of a essential nutrient that most people are missing. Yeah, and the other thing too, the listeners, we could slap a label on lots of stuff. 
when we talked about gummies and all the list goes on. So the goal is we were really trying to create the highest quality products we can share with people. So as, as we wrap up, I, I thought it was playful. It's real. I, I, I got a person that's feels great doing these things and then gets scared because they read something like this and it can, it can take you off course. It can make you question you know, what you're doing. And, and again, you and I talked a little bit about this, but if you looked at our wheatgrass, you've been up in Canada at the farm. You know exactly what it looks like and how it's harvested. And yeah, this, there's no shortcuts. There's no shortcuts. If you looked at here, here's how, here's how crazy it is. Sometimes they tell me we can't sell anymore. It's too, it's too hard to, to harvest it, to grow it sometimes. And, and you gotta. And the other thing to you, you've heard this, I've heard this, but the wheatcrest is sweeter or it's not as sweet. Well, it's, it's grown outside. Yeah. It's not control. It's, it's, it's real nature. And if you looked at the cod liver oil from Dutch Harbor, Alaska, it's not an accident. No. So it's not like being, how's it processed? How it's a got organic lemon in it. This, that's not an accident. Yeah. When you look at the backstory of, and I just spent some time with, uh, those guys in, uh, Las Vegas, you know, Joel, Joel's a f fisherman. Yes. He's out there on the border of yeah. Rus Russia and United States. Right. And, and he takes pride in fishing. He takes pride in, and what they discovered is he was catching cod and they were throwing away 40% of the cod. And so they took the 40%, the they sent it to Jeffrey Bland's lab and comes back and says, I've been in the omega-3 space for 40 years and this has better properties than anything else out there. These aren't accidents. They're not just, I would say, the easiest way to do it either. Constantly, just to give transparency, constantly we're up against to get the, the source we want isn't always easy. Supply chain have to over order so we don't run out and well, these and are I, things that are happening yeah, and i think us. i think our suppliers it's like a it's a it's a partnership it's, it's a relationship it's a relationship but they love what what our mission is we're trying to help educate people and so they like being part of that and we like being part of that that because that's what they do the what I, what you've realized is the the thing that we should always usually do tends to be the hardest. And so when it comes to food, the same way that we sometimes say, man, why is this so hard? Is because it's the right thing to do. And we've partnered with some organizations that sometimes they feel the same thing. Gosh, we, got, we have to find a different way to sell these things. And we come in and we say, this is how we do it. And they love it because that's... Every organization we work with to source our superfoods, for the most part, comes from the same DNA that education's required to do this product. Education isn't required at this point to do a CBD gummy. Everybody's heard of, about it. It's got a quick, easy, feel it results, that, that instant gratification. Nobody really has to explain what a protein powder is now. It's, it's, a collagen peptide. And, and so when that education isn't needed, what you find is a thousand companies come in and they try to undercut and get it as cheap and inexpensive as they can and, and do it in a way that provides enough value that you continue to buy. And so what we're going to stand for is we're going to stand for what's the hardest 
probably thing that most people should be doing. We're going to try to make it as easy as possible for you, but we're not going to take the shortcuts. And, and it begins with what we call it. It begins with where we source it. it, begins with the cost. One last thing here. So I've had many of my friends and many people over the years, but you know that wheatgrass, it's a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. It comes in an ice cube form. It's delivered to your house. When you put it in the freezer when you're ready. I took it out this morning. You got to wrestle with it. You cut off the end. Yeah, it sucks. You, you drop it in the container and then you puddle out. But it's worth the effort. But I hear this all the time. Can you make that easier? No, not really, because it's, it's a real food that's, that's flash frozen. I'll, I'll, again, that's <laughs> a, I'm glad you brought that up. You can make it easier. So we can, we can use cardboard. We can use cardboard that uh, breaks down when it touches water and can handle the frozen. Here's the problem. Then it's going to be more expensive. And by the way, it's not going to be as reliable because as you notice with the wheatgrass, it's wrapped in ice, which has condensation. Condensation breaks down the cardboard. Cardboard breaks down now that wheatgrass isn't as fresh. And so trust me, styrofoam isn't a great, isn't a great solution, but it's the solution to transport that item. Second part, the plastic, does it always, the perforation? No, but that, that plastic is the least amount of chemicals you can buy in plastic in the highest quality because why would you want to spend your money on the highest quality wheatgrass in the world with wrapped in chromy plastic? Yeah, and again, the, our partner, they get all this stuff. So we, so that's, yeah, and, and they, that's the, and, they, and if there's a better solution that actually yeah, constantly. doesn't, that doesn't down value the product, they'll do it. And an example of it is, it is a pain in the butt. And I would say it is definitely worth the pain in the, the butt, but you got to value what you got to value that result more than you value that. What, what do you think it takes three minutes? Oh gosh, no, I can do that thing in a minute. Now the frustration and I, I've have three kids. I can't tell you how many times Hadley or Ez or Karis has spilled the cod liver oil. Yeah. But the same thing with a cup of coffee. And, and I think sometimes that's the part that gets in the way of, well, it's inconvenient. It, it puts green marks on my counter. Um, it's, but again, it's back to all the stuff we're talking about. It's the highest quality in the world. And so I, it's worth a little bit of the effort. And then once you start getting in the habit of it, you're like, I really crave it. I would I, never leave my house without my wheatgrass. I think there's some things we want to get more efficient, take off our plate, be easy. When it comes to food, there's always going to be a give and take. And so when it comes to why do we have such gaps in our nutritional uh, regimen, it's because we've taken a lot of gaps. Poultry, the cattle, it's easier for us to consume those things. And because of the, the easier part makes it not as mm-hmm. valuable. So that's, that's one of the things that has to be recognized. I just started buying frozen dog food. I think you, you started buying Floyd. It's not that easy. And by, at $300 a month, it's, it's a lot more expensive. But you know what? He has more energy it you can tell he loves it sometimes the hard thing is the better thing yeah when i started doing can we name the farmer's dog farmer's dog so farmer's dog you did it and boji boji likes anything and floyd is a good eater but 
when he got the farmer's dog, it was it's no different than our superfoods. You could tell right away he just loved it. And then you, I felt like I could eat it. And I was looking at everything in it and how it's made. And the reason it's frozen is because it's, it's, it's a live food. So it's not. So anyway, I just have to laugh and I throw a little oatmeal in there and he just, he just gobbles it right it's up. It's not easy. It's not easy. So you have to cut it. It's frozen. You got to make sure you got it's one out. It's expensive. Yeah. And but, again, that's, they got the dry ice. It's very, sim- it's very similar to very grass. similar. Here's the difference. If the, if the listeners are like, why can't it come in cardboard like that does? Well, because that is made and then it's shipped out. And it's that's not how wheatgrass works. You can only harvest it twice a year. Yeah, it's not the same. It has to go to a... Yeah, it has to be frozen immediately. Right. The, the farmer's dog gets made, then frozen, then shipped. Right. That's the little things. And those are the things we pay attention to and understand and, and try but once to... Once you get a routine down, I have a routine for Floyd. I have, you have a routine for the wheatgrass. Once you get a routine down, it's just a no-brainer. And it doesn't take that long is it a little effort at the beginning yeah but once you turn it into a habit it's it's very quick so that's the key so as we wrap this up again i just want everyone to know number one thank you for supporting us we had so much i've been extremely busy trying to make sure that everybody's orders are going out and they're happy and all those things but why do we do this what do we do we're trying to educate and why is because we believe that there's some different results that can be had. And sandwiched in between that is everything that we, we do, the superfoods, the speaking, the education, the phone calls, the emails. And what you can always rely on from us is we're going to give you the truth. If we don't know something, we'll tell you. If we do know something or we think that there's a better way, we're going to tell you that. And we're not shy about being honest with articles like this or uh, in noise that's being shared elsewhere. And so if you have questions, if you have comments, if you have thoughts, concerns, feedback, give it to us. And that just helps the next person because we use that And, and I'll just I'll, I'll throw one last thing in here. We do exactly what we say. <laughs> so it's not like, oh, this is good for you, but we don't do it. We, we recommend it. We're doing it. And the, the reason I always tell my clients too when I do one-on-one training is, if you can teach this to your family, whatever, you got it. And it's no different than this. We we teach it because we do it. We we know it. We, it's, we practice That's a good it. example. I got somebody sent me uh, a note that said, hey, I really liked your figs and a couple other things that you used to sell. And, and why did you stop selling those things? Here's the truth. We still promote figs. I want you to eat figs. There's so many benefits. But I didn't feel like we could source the best quality figs. So we don't sell them. And that's that's what you got to know. Because I could sell them. You guys would buy them. And I got a couple things behind the scenes where I'm working on what I think is a better product um, that you may think right now in this moment, well, I like that product already. We want it to continue to not just to stay the same. We want it to get better. So that's what you can rely on from us. Um, you got a couple things coming up. If something if something that you used to like that we don't sell, probably because I know in my heart there's a better way to get it that we don't have access to get it. Enjoy the week. We'll be back to, to you next week. And remember, don't uh, believe everything you read. See you again next time.